A Tale by Robert Browning Read for LibriVox.org by Algie Pug Perth, Western Australia A Tale, Epilogue to the Two Poets of Croesic What a pretty tale you told me once upon a time, Said you found it somewhere, scold me, Was it prose or was it rhyme, Greek or Latin? Greek, you said, while your shoulder propped my head. Anyhow, there's no forgetting this much, if no more, that a poet, pray, no petting, yes, a bard, sir, famed of yore, went where such like used to go, singing for a prize, you know. Well, he had to sing, not merely sing, but play the lyre. Playing was important clearly, quite as singing. I desire, sir, you keep the fact in mind for a purpose that's behind. There stood he, while deep attention held the judges round, judges able, I should mention, to detect the slightest sound sung or played amiss. Such ears had all judges, it appears. Nonetheless he sang out boldly, played in time and tune, till the judges, weighing coldly each note's worth, seemed late or soon sure to smile in vain one tries picking faults out take the prize when a mischief were they seven strings the lyre possessed oh and afterwards eleven thank you well sir who had guessed such ill luck in store it happed one of those same seven strings snapped all was lost then no a cricket? What? Cicada? Pooh! Some mad thing that left its thicket for mere love of music, flew with its little heart on fire, lighted on the crippled lyre. So that when, ah, joy, our singer for his truant string feels with disconcerted finger, but what does cricket else but fling fiery heart forth, sound the note wanted by the throbbing throat? ay and ever to the ending cricket chirps at need executes the hands intending promptly perfectly indeed saves the singer from defeat with her chirrup low and sweet till at ending all the judges cry with one assent take the prize a prize who grudges such a voice and instrument why we took your lyre for harp so it shrilled us forth f sharp did the conqueror spurn the creature once its service done? That's no such uncommon feature in the case where music's son finds its lotter's power too spent for aiding soul's development. No, this other, on returning homeward, prize in hand, satisfied his bosom's yearning. Sir, I hope you understand, said, some record there must be of this cricket's help to me. So he made himself a statue, marble stood, life-size, on the lyre, he pointed at you, perched his partner in the prize, never more apart you found her, he throned, from him she crowned. That's the tale. Its application? Somebody I know hopes one day for reputation through his poetry that's, oh, all so learned and so wise, and deserving of a prize. If he gains one, will some ticket, when his statue's built, tell the gazer, "'Twas a cricket helped my crippled lyre, whose lilt sweet and low when strength usurped, softness placed the scale she chirped. For, as victory was nighest, while I sang and played, with my lyre at lowest, highest, right alike, one string that made love sound soft 
was snapped in twain never to be heard again had not a kind cricket fluttered perched upon the place vacant left and duly uttered love 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 whene'er the bass asked the treble to atone for its somewhat sombre drone but you don't know music wherefore keep on casting pearls to a poet all i care for is to tell him that a girl's love comes aptly in when gruff grows his singing there enough end of a tale by robert browning this librivox recording is in the public domain